Welcome back to another episode of Retrace Echoes. As always, I'm your host. My name is Bert, and boy, do we have an interesting one today. Now, this location, this one's known by some paranormal investigators out there. We're talking about the echoing halls of history and mystery with the Crescent Hotel. Now, this one is a Victorian-era jewel is what I'm going to call it, and it's found in the Ozark Mountains of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. So we're doing a little bit of travel time heading down to good old Arkansas. If you're from Arkansas and you've been there, you know about this location, let me know in the comments down below. Also, if you have your own stories about this location, let me know. I would love to potentially have another look at this location. Who knows, maybe one day I'll find myself in this location myself. Now, this location is definitely on the interesting side. It might be the most, well, I can't say that. I was going to say maybe it's the most interesting location that I've covered so far. It's got a lot of amazing ghost stories, which we're going to be covering here in a couple minutes. But it's kind of evolved. It started, it was actually constructed. I shouldn't say it started. It was constructed in 1886 and it evolved. It's locked in Pokemon. It evolved from a luxurious resort to a conservatory for young women. And then it evolved again into a very controversial uh, hospital under Norman Baker. Now, this location is no stranger to paranormal investigation teams. In fact, if you watch any on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you get your, your ghost investigation fix, I'm pretty sure they've probably covered this location in some facet. Now, the million dollar question is what kind of eerie occurrences are they seeing? Now, guests and staff alike, they report seeing visions of a nurse and she's always pushing a gurney in the dead of night. We're going to cover that. The haunting images of a man in Victorian clothing. We're going to also cover that as well as, and I think we cover this in almost every investigation that we talk about on this podcast, the unsettling feeling of being watched by unseen eyes. I, I feel like anytime there's some type of a haunted location we're probably gonna have that so i'm gonna say that more than likely every single podcast if there's some ghosts in there you can't see them but they can see you you're gonna feel like being watched by unseen eyes so again that's that's gonna be probably our norm but people do report that so i'm gonna report it here the hotel's fame though as being a paranormal hotspot is not a recent development these tales have been passed down as part of this hotel's fabric for decades it's been passed down through different generations and each one of the stories it tells a different part of the lore to what i consider this very mysterious establishment now one of the big things that i cover on every single podcast and it's one of my favorite things to look at is what makes this spot a hot spot of paranormal is this residual energy is there something that happened in the past that's causing these entities to be here and i say entities because we've not looked at, is it a ghost? Is it a spirit? Is it a shadow man? We're going to cover that though. I've got all the stories here and we got some amazing ones. I think you're going to love some of these. There's at least two of the stories that I absolutely love. And we have a ton of ghost stories. I know typically I do three, maybe four. If I'm on a real crazy podcast, maybe five. This one has significantly more. So some of these stories are going to be a little bit longer, a little bit more laden with history. There's going to be a few of them. It's going to be a little bit quicker just because I got to get through them. I don't want this podcast to be seven hours long. But one of the big things that I like to look at and the reason why is because I want to understand the why. I think all of us that do this, 
especially if we've had some sort of a paranormal experience in the past, we want to understand the why. And the journey tonight, it isn't just about recounting the ghost tales. It's the exploration of the thin veil between what I believe is our world and the unknown. But the Crescent Hotel, it's more than just a collection of ghost stories. It's the architecture. It's the history. It's kind of the pecking order of the Eureka Springs that makes it the symbol of enduring human fascination with the afterlife and the supernatural. But today, we're not just exploring a haunted hotel. We're exploring a cultural phenomenon, a place where the line between the legend and reality blurs in the misty air of the Ozarks. So turn down the lights, let's settle in, and join us as we uncover the hidden stories and ghostly secrets of the Crescent Hotel, America's most haunted hotel. Let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Let's go. In the storied halls of the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, the spirit of Michael, an Irish stonemason, lingers, particularly in room 218. Michael's tragic story began in the 1880s during the hotel's construction. He was a young, hardworking stonemason known for his handsome looks and cheerful demeanor. One day, while trying to catch the attention of a pretty girl, Michael leaned over a little too far on the scaffolding and tragically fell to his death. The spot of his demise being where room 218 now stands. Over the years, guests in room 218 have experienced a range of unexplained phenomena, from lights turning on and off to sudden cold drafts. Michael's playful spirit is often felt in mischievous acts, like knocking on the headboards, tying curtains in knots, and dramatically swinging open the balcony doors. One particularly chilling encounter with Michael was reported by Summer Lynn Scoff, who stayed at the hotel in 2004. Summer Lynn, initially a skeptic of the hotel's haunted reputation, found herself overwhelmed with nausea upon entering the building, a sensation that only intensified during the ghost tour when they reached room 218, Michael's room. Her experience took a terrifying turn later that night. While trying to sleep, she felt her toes being grabbed and heard a man's throat being cleared right next to her ear, although no one was obviously visible. Her husband, who she initially suspected of trying to scare her, denied any involvement. The encounter left Summerlynn so unsettled that she and her group checked out the very next morning, forever haunted by the experience. Michael's story is just a reminder of a life cut too short and a spirit that seemingly refuses to move on. His presence in room 218, whether playful or unsettling, continues to be a source of fascination and fears for those who visit the Crescent Hotel. In the quiet, eerie hours just after 11 p.m., the hallway of Crescent Hotel once bustling with the footsteps of guests and staff, falls into a haunting silence. It's during these still moments that the past breaches the veil of the present, bringing with it a reminder of the hotel's dark days at Baker's Cancer Hospital. The central figure of this nightly reenactment is a nurse, her apparition etched in the very fabric of the hotel's history. 
Dressed in the white uniform, typically of the 1930s, she moves silently along the third floor, her presence an echo of a time when this area served as a morgue. In her hands, she pushes a gurney, its wheels making a ghostly rumble that reverberates through the dimly lit corridor. The sound is chilling, a stark reminder of the countless souls whose passed through these halls, many under the false hope of a cure from the infamous Norman Baker. The nurse's identity remains shrouded in mystery. Some say that she's a compassionate soul, deeply pained by the suffering of the patients under Baker's care. Others whisper that she was a stern figure, a strict peace in Baker's dubious practices. But all agree on one thing, her spirit is bound to the hotel, unable to find peace. Guests who have encountered her speak of a chilling atmosphere that accompanies her presence. A sudden drop in temperature, the feeling of being watched, and the unexplainable sound of wheels on a hard wooden floor. Some have even reported seeing her phantom figure, pausing as if checking on a patient that no longer exists, all before disappearing into the shadows. But it's not just her visual appearance that haunts the guests. Many have reported waking in the night to the distant sounds of a gurney rolling down the hallway. The rhythmic noise growing louder as it approaches, only to fade away as if it was never even there. The nurse of the Crescent Hotel is more than just a ghost. She's a symbol of the tragic history that permeates the walls of this historical establishment. Her nightly round serves as a reminder of the lives lost and the hopes dashed within these walls. Her story? Interwoven with the fabric of the hotel, continuing to intrigue and terrify those who come in search of the supernatural. A perpetual echo of a time best not forgotten. In the shadowed hallways of the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, echoes of a dubious past were personified in the ghost of Dr. Norman Baker. His story is interwoven with the hotel's history beginning in 1937 when he transformed this grand building into the Baker Hospital, claiming to cure cancer with his infamous Formula 5. Dr. Baker was a charismatic figure with no medical training, and he lured desperate patients with the promises of a miracle cure. However, his treatments were ineffective, leaving behind a trail of despair and dashed hopes. Guests of the hotel often recount feeling a deep sadness and unease particularly in the areas where Dr. Baker's treatments were administered. There was a haunting encounter that was reported by a former guest, Lydia Stratton, who stayed in the hotel in the late 1990s. Lydia, intrigued by the hotel's haunting reputation, was drawn to the basement. That's where Dr. Baker's morgue was located. As she entered the dimly lit corridors, she suddenly felt a chill and heard the faint sound of glass clinking as if someone was sorting through the specimen bottles that Dr. Baker used in his dubious treatments. The most chilling moment came when Lydia turned a corner and saw the ghostly figure of a man dressed in period clothing, holding a vial filled with a dark liquid. She instantly felt the overwhelming sense of dread and of sorrow. The figure, which Lydia believes is the ghost of Dr. Baker, stared at her with a frowned expression before vanishing into thin air. Now this encounter left Lydia deeply unsettled, reinforcing the tragic legacy of Dr. Baker and the countless souls who fell victim of his false promise. Today, 
the spirit of Dr. Baker is said to roam the hotel, a constant reminder of the hope and the despair that once filled its rooms. His story, though shrouded in mystery and controversy, continues to intrigue and terrify those who dare to delve into the haunted history of the Crescent Hotel. In the corridors of the Crescent Hotel, ghost from its past, Theodora continues her silent vigil. Theodora's mysterious history is shrouded in the mist of time. Some records suggest that she was a nurse afflicted with cancer during her tenure at the Baker's Hospital, while others believe she was a dedicated hospital worker. Her spirit, now anchored to room 419, manifests a meticulous and nurturing presence. Theodora's interactions with guests reveal much more about her character. Objects left in disarray are often found rearranged with a meticulous care, a testimony to her endearing attention to detail. Jewelry, once scattered atop a desk, is found neatly placed in drawers, and clothing left spewed around are folded and organized. There was a very touching encounter that was shared by a couple, the Edwards, who after a heated argument during unpacking, left their rooms to cool off a little. When they returned, they were confronted by an unspoken disapproval from beyond. Their belongings were repacked and suitcases were standing by the door. A silent message from Theodora that arguments were unwelcomed in her space. Now many of these instances are complemented by much more subtle manifestations. Guests frequently report sensations of a gentle, nourishing touch as they drift asleep, suggesting that more than likely Theodora's past life was as a caretaker. In an intriguing episode, a couple intrigued with Theodora's legend scattered coins across the room before departing for dinner. To their delight and astonishment, when they returned, they discovered the coins had been organized into very neat little stacks. This act of playful conduct seems to be Theodora's way of signaling her approval, a ghostly nod to guests that she favors. Theodora's presence in room 419 is not just a tale of ghostly tidiness. It's a narrative steeped in the empathy of care. Her actions, though ghostly, hint at a deeper, stronger story of a life once dedicated to helping others. Her spirit, though bound to the room that she once inhabited, continues to exude a sense of compassion and order, leaving a mark on the hearts of those who have encountered her. Among all the ghostly inhabitants of this hotel, one figure stands out with his silent dignity. The Victorian gentleman, a ghost clad in the regal finery of the 19th century. The lobby with his luxurious decor and grand staircase serves as the stage of his elegant appearances. He is often seen at twilight, his form materializing in the soft glow of the setting sun. His attire is that of a distinguished gentleman from the Victorian era, a perfectly tailored suit, a crisply knotted scarf, and a top hat that casts a shadow over his thoughtful eyes. Guests have recounted numerous tales of this silent apparition. One such tale comes from an elderly couple, the Hawthors, who visited the hotel for their anniversary. As they entered the lobby, their attention was drawn to a figure at the base of the staircase. The Victorian gentleman stood there, his expression one of profound contemplation. Intrigued, Mr. Hawthorne approached him, offering a greeting from a fellow admirer of historical fashion. 
The figure, however, remained as still as a statue, his eyes never wavering from their distant focus. Miss Hawthorne, ever curious, joined her husband, attempting to engage the gentleman in conversation about the hotel's history. Yet their words seemed to pass through him, leaving no mark on a silent vigil. As the couple turned to share their amusement with a nearby staff member, they found that the figure had vanished, as if he was never really there. All that remained was a fleet sense of nostalgia, a whisper of a time long past. Another encounter was shared by a young writer. Her name was Sarah, who sought inspiration within the hotel's historical walls. While sipping coffee at the bar one evening, she noticed the Victorian gentleman seated at the far end. His posture regal, yet tinged with a hint of sadness. Captivated, she began to jot down notes, imagining the tale he could tell. Sarah looked up to study the features one more time, but the seat was empty. The lingering aura of his presence, the only evidence of his existence. The mystery surrounding the Victorian gentleman deepens with each sighting. Some speculate he may have been a former guest bound to the hotel by a significant event in his life, perhaps a lost love or an unresolved affair. Others believe that he might be the guardian of sorts, watching over the hotel and his guests with a silent, protective gaze. But regardless of his origins, the Victorian gentleman has become a very important part of the Crescent Hotel's lore. His silent appearances and sudden disappearances add an element of intrigue and timeless elegance to the hotel's already rich tapestry of ghost tales. To this day, guests and staff alike share the stories of encountering the distinguished spirit, each narrative adding another layer to the legend of the Victorian gentleman of the Crescent Hotel. Now on to the elegant crystal dining room of the historic Crescent Hotel, the past dances with the present in a very ghostly ballad. As the moon casts its silver glow, the room, known for its grandeur and beauty, becomes the stage of phantoms of a bygone era. It's in the wee hours of the morning when the clock hands seem to pause that the room truly comes to life. Guests awakened by a sense of unexpected excitement have reported the sight of 1890s dancers. These mysterious figures dressed in the finest attire of the time glide across the floor in an endless waltz. Their movements are graceful, a silent but vivid reminder of the grand balls that once graced this very room. Among these spirits, one figure stands out a gentleman from the 19th century, often seen seated alone at a table near the windows. His clothes is clearly Victorian. In his eyes, they hold a look of someone who's lost in time. When approached by the living, he speaks of a beautiful woman he encountered the night before, his voice echoing with longing and hope. Yet, before anyone can learn more, he vanishes, leaving a trail of mystery and romance in the air. Now, the apparitions are not limited to these dancers and the gentlemen. A former waitress once caught the reflection of a Victorian bride and groom in the dining room Grand Mirror. Their gaze met hers, a moment frozen in time before they too faded into the ether. The playful nature of these spirits is evident in the mischievous acts. During one Christmas season, staff arrived to find the dining room transformed overnight. The Christmas tree, along with all of its ornaments, had been mysteriously moved to the other side of the room. The chairs, as if to witness a spectral redecoration, had been arranged in a circle around the tree. 
and on another occasion, the staff discovered the dining room in perfect order except for the menus, which were scattered all around as if the ghosts had checked them in preparation for the feast from another time. I guess it goes without saying that these ghostly dancers and encounters in the crystal dining room weaves a tapestry of history and mystery. Each step of the phantom dancers, each word uttered by the 19th century gentleman, and each playful rearrangement of unseen hands add depths to the lore of the Crescent Hotel. For the guests who witness these apparitions, the experiences is a hauntingly beautiful journey through time, a glimpse in a world where the past has never truly gone. Among these stories, there is one that will bring a smile to even the most skeptical of visitors, the playful Victorian spirits that call this place home. The hotel's hallways, adorned with Victorian-era decor, serves as a canvas for these mischievous apparitions. As the night falls and the moonlight bathes the surroundings in an otherworldly glow, laughter and giggles of unseen children fill the air. It's as if the echoes of youthful innocence has found a sanctuary within these walls. Guests have recounted these encounters with the jovial spirits. One such tale comes from a family who stayed in the hotel on the third floor. As they settled in for the night, they heard the unmistakable sound of children playing in the hallway. Laughter, the pitter-patter of tiny feet, and the rustling of long-forgotten games filled the air. The parents, curious yet cautious, opened the door to investigate, but to their surprise, they found an empty corridor. You see, the spirit children, it seemed, were the master of hide-and-seek. Their giggles faded as quickly as they had appeared. The family, though startled at first, couldn't help but smile at the innocence that lingered in the air. But it is not only the laughter of children that graces the Crescent Hotel. In the library, where the books from the past invite readers into their world, the spirits of the Victorian era had been known to play their own brand of literary pranks. Guests have reported books mysteriously moving from their shelves, pages turned as if guided by invisible hands, and the whispers of stories long forgotten. One guest, a self-proclaimed avid reader, shared her story of leaving a book on the table to fetch a cup of tea. Upon her return, she found her book open to a different page, as if the spirit had decided to share their favorite passages. The playful Victorian spirits of the Crescent Hotel are a reminder that even in the afterlife, the joys of youth and the love for a good story endure. Their presence, while unseen, adds a touch of playfulness to the historical halls, turning the hotel into a place where laughter and wonders still thrive. As guests continue to share their encounters with these delightful spirits, the Crescent Hotel remains a sanctuary, not only for the living, but also for the playful souls of the past. For those who seek adventure, laughter, in a touch of the unknown, this hotel offers a portal to a world where the spirits of Victorian merriment knows no bounds. And lastly, within the storied halls of the Crescent Hotel, another ghostly presence lingers, a young female spirit with a connection to the past. Her mysterious presence is a testament to the enduring legacy of Crescent College, and her whispers carry the wisdom of generations. As the night descends upon the hotel, the corridors, often bustling with students, come alive with a different kind of energy. It is here that the young female spirit, forever etched in the archives of Crescent College, finds solace in the calmness of the moonlight hours. Her presence is often felt in the college library, a place where knowledge and learning were cherished, 
Guests who venture into the library after dark have reported a subtle change in the atmosphere, a feeling of being watched and guided by unseen hands. The books once dormant seem to come to life, their pages turning as if guided by an invisible scholar. One account tells of a guest who, while browsing the shelves, heard a small, soft whisper, a voice that seemed to emanate from the very pages of the books. The words spoken were words of wisdom of solace, as if the young female spirit sought to share her knowledge and offer guidance to those who would listen. Another guest, a scholar in search of inspiration, found herself drawn to a particular corner of the library. There, within the dimly lit shelves, she discovered a journal, old, weathered, and filled with the musing of past students. As she turned the pages, she felt a presence beside her, a gentle whisper of encouragement that urged her to seek her own path of discovery. Now outside of the library, the spirit's influence extends to the college classrooms and lecture halls. Guests who visit these spaces often speak of a sense of enlightenment, a feeling that the echoes of lectures long past still resonate within the walls. The female spirit, it seems, continues to be a diligent scholar, attending classes that only she can perceive. But that's not the only thing that this spirit does to leave a mark. In the stillness of the night, she's been known to play a gentle melody on the piano in the college music room, a serenade that transcends times and touches the hearts of those who listen. The young female spirit from Crescent College is a reminder that the knowledge and wisdom are not bound by the constraints of the physical world. Her presence, though unseen, serves as a guardian of learning and a beacon of inspiration for those who walk the corridors of a Crescent Hotel. Her whispers, filled with the secrets of the past, invite all those who visit to embark on their own journey of discovery and enlightenment. Tell me those stories are not amazing. Let me tell you, a couple of my favorite ones, the Theodora, that one just blew my mind. When I heard those stories, I'm like, man, what a cool, (laughs) I say cool, I'm not there. But man, it's like she's like, listen, you're not going to have no problems in my room with those, the couple that was there. (laughs) Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, There's also the tale of the... Uh, playful Victorian spirits. I thought it was cool that they took the Christmas tree and they moved it to the other side. Then they rearranged all the chairs around that Christmas tree. I thought that was amazing. I don't know. I mean, we covered a lot, right? Whether it be the nurse uh, that's making her rounds through the dimly lit corridors, uh, almost like she's pushing a body back to the old morgue. Or we look at the tragic tale of Dr. Baker. These are all just entities that's kind of hiding in the shadows. I think that's what makes these so interesting. Even the little boy in the kitchen. You know something that I should have mentioned, I completely forgot to mention. I was actually going to do that here in the wrap up. But Theodora, they believe that that was a cancer patient that turned guardian angel. Interesting perspective to look at. But I think it definitely fits the story that we talked about. Now, before I go too much farther in this, I want to share something very special with each of you and something that's very special to me. Beyond, obviously, the eerie corridors and the whispering tales of the Crescent Hotel, there are more stories to unravel and mysteries to obviously uncover. I invite you to step into the shadows with us as we explore the realms of the supernatural and the mysterious. Many of you have shared your own personal chilling encounters, and let me tell you, I wanted to give those stories the platform that they deserve. That's why I launched a YouTube channel not that long ago, and every single week, 
all we do is talk about tales of the unexplained from you, the listeners. Whether these be ghostly encounters to things that just scare you in general, phenomena that has occurred in your everyday life, they don't have to be just ghosts, right? Though this week, this last Monday, we did cover again paranormal. I seem to get a lot of that because of obviously these formats, but basically what I do is I take them, I rewrite them, I add sound effects, and a few some of that haunting music to create an immersive experience that will send shivers absolutely down your spine. So if you've ever had a brush with the supernatural or any kind of mysterious encounters, anything that explains logic, send me your story. I want to have it. Now, if you want to hear these tales, that's at the YouTube channel Retraced Stories and is very similar to the Retraced Echoes. So again, it's that sound effects, the music, we're adding the new narrative to the stories. It's a pretty big deal to me, and I think that you'll really love it. But that's not all. I'm also excited to introduce to you another endeavor that I've been brewing in the shadows called Deceptive Reality. That's a podcast that I co-host with my dear friend, Nick. And all we do is deep dive into unsolved mysteries that continue to baffle and intrigue us all. Now, each episode of Deceptive Reality takes you on a journey into the world of mysteries, whether it be cryptids, it could be disappearances, unexplained phenomena. Nick and I kind of dive into the stories that challenge our understanding of the world around us and it kind of weave different theories, evidences. We look at unspoken questions that kind of linger in the dark. So if you're a fan of the unsolved, the mysterious, the unexplainable, deceptive reality is your ticket to exploring the shadows of the unknown. Join us each week on Fridays where we dissect and analyze the mysteries that keep us all wondering. You know, I got to do the business stuff. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to like it no matter where you get your podcast fix from. That's how other people find my podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this, tell your friends about me. I would love to have them come along on the journey with all of us. Well, as we reluctantly part ways with this ghostly inhabitants of the Crescent Hotel, I can't help but think that we've only scratched the surface of the supernatural. But fear not. For the echoes of the unknown are like a timeless playlist. You can always hit replay. Until next time, when the spirits beckon us once more and the mysteries of the unexplained come knocking, remember to keep your curiosity alive and your flashlight handy. After all, in the world of the supernatural, the thrill is in the chase. And the mysteries is like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get, but it will always be deliciously eerie. So whether you're listening in the dead of night or the sun's still shining, let the echoes of our adventures linger in your thoughts. And as you go about your day, keep an eye out for the unexplained and the downright spooky, because you never know where your next chilling tale will come from. This is Bert, your host, signing off. Until the echoes return, keep the ghost stories close and your flashlight closer. Happy haunting and may the supernatural always be in your favor. Until next time, goodbye.